You're listening to Maven Lee's Women, Work, and Worth podcast, where we have honest conversations about work and life so you can take your career to the next level. Hello, everyone. It's Talia, and I'm super excited you are here to listen to this podcast about getting out of a rut because it sucks to be in a rut. And I was in one for a few months towards the end of last year, and I thought it would be a great personal story and experience to share with you all in hopes that what I went through um, resonates, makes you feel a little less alone in the rut you might be sitting in for a little longer than you would like, (laughs) and to hopefully share some lessons and, and tips and tricks that I learned to um, get myself out of a rut. That does not mean I did it alone. It was actually quite the opposite. Um, but I'm going to talk through some things to just become a little bit more aware of or mindful of if you're finding yourself feeling stuck in a rut. Um, and then yeah, chat about some ways to get out of it, hopefully. So the first idea that I want to introduce to you as we're talking about getting out of a rut is a theory that a lot of my kind of background and coaching philosophy is based in and it's called the theory of flourishing and it essentially walks through five different elements that we need in our lives that contribute to our quality of life to a to a high quality of life and to a feeling of flourishing and thriving. And so when I found myself stuck in a rut, this was something I kind of turned back to to ask myself, okay, where is it in this model that I'm maybe not going wrong, but like, what am I missing here? What am I not paying attention to or dedicating time to that I know research shows will contribute to, you know, enhancing the quality of my life or feeling just better more generally. And so the five different elements that I'm going to talk about here are positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. And again, when I looked at this list, I was super not surprised as to why I was feeling pretty stuck in a rut and pretty just meh, like not super sad all the time necessarily. There were definitely moments of sadness, but just kind of like numb and not myself in a lot of ways. And so the first element there was positive emotion. And when I started looking at the way I was spending my time in that rut that I was in or in the in the moments and in days, if not weeks, leading to me getting into a rut was that I, I was not really doing things that I knew would would give rise to positive emotion. And that sounds maybe a little oversimplified, but when I think about the things I want to feel and enjoy feeling, like connected, authentic, strong, helpful, I wasn't really intentionally spending my time in ways that would lead to me feeling those things. And so one thing to do with that, and this is a super Danielle Laporte idea here, but leading with the feeling when you're stuck in a rut, ask yourself what you want to be feeling instead. A lot of times when we're in that place of maybe darkness or just feeling kind of crappy, we just want to feel better, right? But we need to start getting specific about what we actually want to feel. So instead of saying staying stuck in, in a mental narrative of like, ugh, I just feel crappy, I feel disconnected, I feel tired, I feel burnt out, I feel sad, I feel anxious, what do you want to feel instead? 
And then what action can you tie to that emotion that will help you feel more of those things? Again, positive emotion is one of the foundational elements in the theory of positive psychology that contributes to our happiness and our fulfillment. And so if you are feeling stuck in a rut, just take note of how you're feeling whether it's you know hour by hour or just on a daily basis like what's the what's the main emotion that's taking up space for you and how do you want to feel instead um you know for example i might say i really value feeling connected to people i'm a very relational person a lot of my strengths lie in relationship building and i realized when i was super stuck in a rut i was home a lot i worked from home i was finding myself kind of isolated if you will I wasn't really leaving my apartment much we had just gotten a puppy and so I was staying home way 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 too much and it was definitely affecting my mental health more than I thought and so for me I really valued feeling connected which is why in 2019 one of my main intentions is to cultivate connection Um, so the action I'm tying to feeling connected is to schedule time with a friend once a week to deepen my existing relationships and again that's because I've chosen to prioritize feeling connected to people instead of sitting in that space of telling myself how lonely I was and how none of my friends live here and how hard it's going to be to make new friends there were ways I could feel connected to my existing relationships. And so that was the first element that stood out to me and hopefully will um, spark some thoughts for you that will lead to some changes in action to help you feel differently than you're feeling now. The second element after positive emotion is engagement. So when you think about engagement, it's very much related to the idea of flow, doing something that gets you in the zone, you lose track of time, you're totally absorbed, you're like mentally super focused, your attention's on one thing, and you're just like on fire, super energized, super jazzed about what it is you're doing, whether it's work-related or a workout class that gets you in the zone. Um, So when I look back to that time, there was definitely a big lack of engagement. And so I had to think beyond work, right? A lot of times we put so much pressure on work to be the one thing that brings us all the joy in the world, especially as entrepreneurs. But the reality was that there was a lot that I knew gave me that sense of flow and enjoyment outside of work that I just wasn't making time for. For me, one of those things is dance class. It is something that Yes, physically it's great and keeps me moving, but it also energetically moves my energy out, right? Like all the stagnant energy that that I felt kind of weighed down by, engaging in some type of movement was super important for me energetically and physically. We just, again, kind of get stuck in these patterns and cycles and live in autopilot. And especially when you're stuck in a rut, like there's a reason why you get stuck. (laughs) when you're in a rut because you either get comfortable or you tell yourself I don't know you make up stories and excuses for why things can't be different and so for me it was really thinking about okay what are the things that used to bring me joy that I really enjoy doing and how can I start making more time for these things the third part of this is relationships this was probably if I'm being honest the most significant contributing factor to why I was feeling stuck in a rut and what got me out of my rut. Um, As I mentioned before, I was super isolated and feeling very lonely, partly because, again, I work from home. um, But also it's kind of this cycle of 
when you are feeling stuck in a rut, you don't reach out to people and which then in turn leads to more loneliness and you kind of get stuck in this bubble and assume no one's going to get what you're feeling or no one else is feeling what I'm feeling and you're just less likely to reach out to people and cultivate those connections when in reality, that's what I needed most. And so again, in the turn of the year, (laughs) if you are a friend of mine, you might be laughing because you probably got a um, text from me at like noon on January 1st or 2nd, like hounding you hard to put a date in the calendar to hang out with me, Um, forcing my friends to hang out with me. No, I'm just kidding. Well, hopefully that's not how they feel. But anyways, I had to start really being intentional about the way I was spending my time, knowing that relationships are such a significant contributing factor to the way we feel and the way we go about our lives. I really had to start making the time to invest in my existing relationships. And one thing that was interesting, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine talking to her about how lonely I was feeling and how I just want to make new friends, but it's so hard to make new friends as an adult. And the idea of making new friends, like starting from ground zero is just exhausting. The reality of it too for me is that so many of my friends don't live in Atlanta where I am. I have a lot of friends in DC, in New York, in California, um, which also just like made me feel even more distant and far from people. But one thing she said to me, she said, Talia, you like, sure, you can go out to some networking events or some women's events and and meet new people and, and make new friends. But there are a handful, without a doubt, of existing relationships here close to you that you can invest in and deepen to to levels and layers that you haven't yet explored. And and when I kind of went back home and sat down and wrote down a list of, of people that I had gotten to know a little bit but not super well yet or who I'd known most of my life but hadn't really taken one-on-one time with – when I, sit, when I sat down to write that list, I realized how many people I actually knew and had in my circle that I really wanted to get to know better, however short or long I've known them for. And so I, I started to really intentionally, again, carve out time to spend time with these people. But what's also happening now is that I always have something exciting to look forward to, whether it's an outing or a phone call or something it's it's intentionally scheduled in in the calendar and it's I'm committing to to making more of this happen for myself and so relationships for me were a huge 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 part of this and at the end of the day we are humans we are all relational and social beings for a lot of people when they're stuck in a rut it is because of that isolating piece or feelings of loneliness especially in a very digital age I won't go down the rabbit hole of social media and how this contributes to our feelings of loneliness or false feelings of connectedness, but I would definitely check in with yourself if you're feeling any of these things. How is social media helping or hurting and what changes might you need to make to help yourself get to a better place? The fourth element was meaning. So obviously, when we think about a fulfilling and thriving life, we want to feel like what we do matters and that there is a sense of meaning or purpose to the way we spend our time and the actions we take and the results we see through, maybe it is through the work we do, maybe it's not directly related to the work you do. But I had to turn back to my why, you know, why am I doing the things I'm doing and just asking yourself why I think it gets you out of your own head and and 
puts you in this like observer point of view where you can kind of just like ask yourself you know why is this happening what's the meaning here what is this trying to teach me why am I feeling the way I'm feeling why am I fighting against this so much what's what can I pull from this it's not so much that we feel like we don't have a sense of meaning but I think for me how this helped in the process of getting out of my rut was was to again just start questioning and being curious about what I was experiencing versus judging it I definitely got into a place of judgment with a lot of this where I was just like getting down on myself about being down, which just gets you into a place of being even more down and just that kind of never ends. So coming at it from a a curious perspective and and just kind of, oh, I wonder what's going on here and and detaching from the from the you-ness of it, if that makes sense, can super help. For some people, journaling is very effective in helping you kind of just assess what's going on without that judgment. Mindfulness and meditation practices can be super helpful. That was definitely missing in that time of my life. And I've now started to somewhat cultivate a practice. I have a group of women that I meet with who are, some are good friends, some are friends I'm starting to make who are all kind of in the same boat of wanting to develop and grow and invest in themselves. And so I have someone holding me accountable now to deepening these practices, but it helps to just take that space again and and really look at and reflect on what's happening and why and and what lessons are maybe there to to tap into the last element is accomplishment so again let me recap the first four we have positive emotion we have engagement relationships meaning and then number 5 is accomplishment and that was also definitely something that i wasn't feeling as entrepreneurs. Again, I know not all of you are entrepreneurs and you can relate to this in other ways, but there's definitely a sense of needing to, you you at the end of the day, like all your decisions are up to you, right? No one is telling you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And so sometimes it's hard to feel accomplished without external feedback. And so I realized that was definitely missing for me as was like a very structured and organized to-do list every day. I've never been a to-do list person. Kate <laughs> knows this and probably hates that about me, but I I work in a very different way and but I realized like I really had to start batching my time and, and designating and, de- and and delegating certain things to certain days of the week so I could focus my attention and actually feel accomplished. That feeling of accomplishment and achievement is super important and very integral to feeling good in general. And so I wasn't doing the greatest job of organizing my time. I had a lot and I still have a lot of just moving parts and pieces in my life. I'm planning a wedding. We just got a puppy. We just bought a house and moved into a house. It's just been a lot of like big life things happening. And for a lot of us, just being in that season of change can be pretty difficult. And I think a lot of us just don't give ourselves the grace and the patience and the kindness to let ourselves adjust and ask for help and and be okay not being okay, um, even if the changes are great, it's still, changes uh, is hard to manage, and change is also a significant contributor to just stress and anxiety. Again, even if it's good change, it takes us time to adjust, and I'm not sure if I was really giving myself that time, and again, they were all 
new things as well for me in my life. So I didn't really know there was no playbook for how to manage it all. And so it was, it was difficult, but I think again, it just, it came back to me needing to assess what was going on. How am I spending my time? What am I doing? That's giving me joy. In what ways can I start feeling more connected? Um, and then super importantly, and I've said super a million times in this podcast. So if you want to make it a drinking game, have at it. I, needed help. When I was in that place of feeling stuck, I reached out to people. Um, yes, I am a coach, but I also have my own coach. There are a lot of things we can't coach ourselves through sometimes. And I, you know, scheduled time with her immediately when I felt like something's got to change. I can't keep living like this. I can't keep feeling this way. I reached out to my coach. I have an energy healer who I'm very close to and, and, very connected to. And I had, you know, reached out to her to discuss what I was going through and what she recommended I do and, um, and reached out to family. I told my fiance what I was experiencing because he was also like, what do I do? How can I help? He was probably feeling a little helpless. And so bringing people into it also made me feel a lot less lonely. And I realized how many resources I had, how much support I had and how, human of an experience I was having you know it was it was a moment of being like oh this is not I'm not crazy there are people out there who get it who are maybe also in it or who have been in it Um, and so all of that to say I hope that this helps you feel hopefully what I felt when I reached out to some people which was you're not alone in this. It is not forever. It is super temporary. There are things to do. There are ways you can shape your environment. There are ways you can schedule your time. There are ways you can be held accountable to get yourself out of the rut that you are in. But you have to, again, go back to that place of curiosity and asking yourself, what, like, what's actually happening here? What's going on? Why am I experiencing this? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? What's missing? If you're looking for answers, you have to have the right questions to be asking. So a lot of those questions, again, can just come from a place of curiosity to give you another perspective to look at what's going on. So taking that framework, that positive psychology framework of positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning and accomplishment, using that to maybe craft some questions for yourself to reflect and really look at what's missing here. How do I want to feel? What makes me feel super engaged? What relationships can I start to deepen? You know, what's the meaning behind all this? What makes me feel that sense of purpose? And how can I start feeling more accomplished in my day to day? That framework will guarantee to help you assess what's happening and make the changes you need to make. The changes I made may or may not work for you, right? We're different people experiencing different things, but hopefully there's something you can pull from this that makes you again, feel less alone and a little bit more hopeful that there are things to do. There are actions you can take. Please do not hesitate to reach out. If you're feeling any of the things I discussed, lonely, isolated, interrupt, I would love to know how I can support you um, or if you just need to tell someone like, hey, I'm feeling bleh in my life right now. No judgment. I'm here to hold space for you. Please reach out. Um, Obviously, you know Mavenly's Instagram, but if you want to reach out to me directly, I am also on Instagram at Talia Delju, T-A-L-L-I-A-D-E-L-J-O-U. You are ready for change. That's why you're listening to this podcast. You know that it's possible to feel better. 
Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with a friend who you think might find it helpful. You can catch more of our goodies on our website at mavenly.co. Obviously our podcast, Women Work and Worth, and uh, and our Instagram at mavenlyco. If you want to hear more about us, what we're up to, and how we can support you in getting to the next best stage in your work life or business. Thanks for tuning in. 